KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Wednesday, November 15th. Teamsters Union members walk off the job on CSU campuses. More on why they're striking next. But first, let's do the headlines. Rain is headed our way today. Forecasters say we can expect occasional heavy showers and fast winds. The county's inland areas today will see temperatures in the low 70s. Temps in the mountains will be in the high 50s. In the deserts, it'll be in the low 80s. And by the coast, it'll be in the high 60s. The National Weather Service says we can expect rain on and off through the rest of the week. The San Diego City Council this week rejected Mayor Todd Gloria's housing action package. The housing bill was supposed to support previous housing initiatives adopted in early 2022. It aimed to allow construction of more new homes near transit, provide protections to existing residents, and increase the supply of land available for new home development. The package failed on a 3-5 to five vote. Some council members said they couldn't vote for the package unless affordable housing was built alongside market rate units in an attempt at community integration. The bill will return to committee for further discussion. San Diego Police Chief David Nislight this week announced he's retiring next year. That means the city is looking for a new chief of police, and the city says the recruitment process will be open nationally. After that, Mayor Todd Gloria will appoint a candidate to be confirmed by the city council. San Diegans have a chance to weigh in. Community forums will be held in each city council district beginning in January. There will also be an online survey available. Nislight joined SDPD 36 years ago and was promoted to the top position in 2018. He will wrap up his service in June. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. Teamsters Union members went on strike at SDSU and other CSU campuses yesterday. Their one-day walkout was to protest stalled contract negotiations and alleged unfair labor practices. Education reporter M.G. Perez says they've been without a contract since June 30th. 
There are 80 skilled labor teamsters working at San Diego State who joined 1,100 union members on CSU campuses across California in walking off their jobs as plumbers, electricians, painters, and other support for the university's facilities. The teamsters are frustrated that months of negotiations with the Cal State system has not led to agreement on higher wages and better benefits, including a new salary pay structure. Anthony Barbagello is chief teamster steward at SDSU. So right now, nobody's taking care of the buildings. Nobody's fixing the problems. Nobody's performing the maintenance on the buildings. And it's a shame that the CSU, as, as our employer, isn't willing to negotiate with us. A CSU spokesperson told us they are at an impasse in their contract negotiations with Teamsters, but are still engaged in the bargaining process under state law. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. San Diego Padres owner Peter Seidler died yesterday. He was 63 years old. Reporter Matt Hoffman says Seidler was a fan favorite and wanted to bring a championship to the city. Seidler joined the Padres ownership group in 2012 before becoming majority owner in 2020. He was beloved by fans, investing hundreds of millions of dollars in star players to try and bring a championship to San Diego. Longtime fans like Carrie Park went to the ballpark to pay their respects. She brought flowers and a card for Seidler's family, calling him the best owner in team history. He loved San Diego, and I think he put everything he had into the team and the fans, and that doesn't happen very often anymore. It's a really sad day for the community. Seidler was a two-time cancer survivor. He and his wife donated to numerous medical charities. People can come to the home plate gate from 6 a.m. to midnight today to pay their respects. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. A cybersecurity attack on Tri-City Medical Center is having ripple effects on the healthcare system in the North County. Reporter Jacob Ayer has a look at what it could mean for other hospitals and patients. Tri-City Medical Center has declared this an internal disaster and is still diverting ambulance traffic to other hospitals while its systems remain offline. Since last Thursday, Scripps Health CEO Chris Van Gorder says they've received 20 to 25 more ambulances per day, primarily in Encinitas. They normally receive around 35 each day at that location. We are on what we call code ABC, which is all bed crisis, meaning that our hospital is absolutely full. And at any one time, we may be having patients waiting, could be a significant number of patients waiting to be admitted to hospital beds, or we even have to transfer some of those patients to other Scripps facilities. Tri-City Management says they're still serving patients with emergency needs, but they've halted all elective medical procedures. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. Coming up, Chula Vista's controversial decision to close Harborside Park has brought renewed attention to long-time disparities when it comes to public parkland. West of 805 has a park deficit, and we need to be able to find ways to be able to build new parks. We'll have that story and more just after the break. Hello, podcast listener. Full disclosure, I'm going to make some assumptions about you. This probably isn't the only podcast you enjoy. Blink if I'm right. (laughs) 
it's probably not the only thing you watch or listen to on KPBS either. If I'm right about that, then I'm guessing you make it a point to check in on a regular basis to see what's new, take in the latest and greatest, and then you go back to your daily life until we happily come together again. We're sort of like a virtual buffet. When you're hungry for information and entertainment, you go to KPBS and want to eat, uh, consume all you can, right? Well, you should know that when you become a member of KPBS, you're keeping the entire TV, radio, and online trays full of fresh ideas, like the tasty podcast you're enjoying right now. Help feed your appetite for KPBS. Become a member today. Just go to kpbs.org, click the blue Give Now button, and make a donation. Thank you. Two contagious pathogens are spreading among the dogs housed at the San Diego Humane Society's main campus. Reporter John Carroll says its overcrowding problem is making it worse. For more than six months now, the San Diego Humane Society has been dealing with a severe overcrowding situation when it comes to dogs. 1,800 are currently housed across the Society's five campuses. Society President and CEO Dr. Gary Weitzman says it should be half that. He says the overcrowding situation has made the spread of disease much worse. We know the same circumstances that caused it to happen in our quarantine building here can happen everywhere and at every shelter and at every dog kennel. It's just too many dogs that are in one area. Three dogs have died at the Humane Society's main campus since the diseases broke out. But Weitzman says with antibiotics, they're bringing the situation under control. He says the public can help by adopting or fostering a dog. John Carroll, KPBS News. Chula Vista's Harborside Park has been closed for more than a year. That's renewed attention to the divide and who has access to parks. South Bay reporter Corey Suzuki says many residents have been frustrated for years. Harborside Park wasn't on the agenda for the Chula Vista City Council meeting last month, but it was on residents' minds. It is amazing how much, in, uh, how much improvement on these parks when you all close Harborside Park. Do you all forget about the people on the west side? The City Council was meeting to discuss working with an L.A. construction company to explore some future park sites. But several residents took the podium to point out that a lot of people are also waiting for updates on the parks that already exist. West Chula Vista, they said, hasn't been getting much attention. It's not really fair for a site to get all these high-quality parks. And what do you put in the west, uh, west side? Nothing. Zero. Offense. The city council made the controversial decision to close Harborside Park more than a year ago. They want to explore leasing or selling the land. But that decision has reignited a debate over the unequal way that parks are distributed across Chula Vista. The divide is between the newer, wealthier side of the city, East Chula Vista, and the older side, West Chula Vista, where there's less new development and more working-class neighborhoods. When you look at a map, the west side is mostly gray, but East Chula Vista is covered in patches of green. In 2021, the east side had almost three and a half times more park space than the west side, according to data from the city. There's a lot of research that shows that poorer neighborhoods have less access to safe parks. Elva Arredondo is a professor at San Diego State University. She says that parks have a lot of benefits for people who live nearby, and not having access to them is a problem. They may not have um, features that 
would make it easy for families to come and, and bring their kids or they may have broken you know pathways they may not have the greenery or there may be um, lack of lighting or open space you know for people to sort of feel safe that's not to say that west chula vista doesn't have nice parks alondra padilla says she comes to visit hilltop park every day it has a beautiful sweeping grass field with play structures a gazebo and a trickling river her son, Mateo, is autistic and loves the smell of the eucalyptus trees. She says the park relaxes him. So this relaxes for my autistic boy. Yeah, when we walk a little more there, my kids start to love him. Yeah, yeah, so that's the reason we love to come in here. But even still, Padilla says she also wants to see more parks on the west side. Because of Mateo's autism, it helps to move from park to park during the day. Sometimes when, when the park have a lot of kids, we have to quit to go because my kid um, can um, start to scream like today. So we have to go to another park or change the activity. The city says it's a hard problem to solve. Lots of West Chula Vista was built before there were requirements to have certain amounts of park space. Newer building codes also require developers to fund new parkland as part of their projects which means more parks in East Chula Vista, where most of the new construction is happening. But city leaders say they're working on ways to bring more parks to the west side of the city. Uh, we will new, now move on to item 5.9. At that park. same meeting last month, the city council voted to explore several future park sites. Here's Mayor John McCann. As we know, I think many of the speakers talked about uh, the west side of Chula Vista, west of 805, um, has a park deficit and we need to be able to find ways to be able to build new parks. This is an opportunity. I'm looking forward to seeing their proposal. That proposal, he said, could open the door for at least one new park on the west side. Corey Suzuki, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. Join us again tomorrow for the day's top stories. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Wednesday.